What's up, bitch? How are you doing today? I am doing very well, thank you. Um, you know, my job started this week, so it's actually been a bit of a stressful week. Um, I'm pretty burnt out, and it's literally my first week of work, <laughs> and I just feel so burnt out. I need to be in the office basically every morning by seven o'clock like at seven is on time after seven is late so take with that what you will and it's like a 20 ish minute drive away so I've been up at around 5 30 in the morning every day this week and it's been really rough and I also get really cranky when I don't get enough sleep so I've literally been trying to go to bed by like 9 30 10 o'clock and so it's kind of taken away my entire social life during the week which sucks but you know I don't know maybe once I get in the groove of things I'll be more likely to do things after work but honestly I get home from work at like four then I try to go to the gym and then I eat dinner and then and shower and stuff and then it's basically wind down time for me <laughs> I just can't do like by the end of all of those things it's probably like seven eight o'clock and I need to be in bed by 9.30, so I'm just laying on the couch for an hour and doing nothing. So it's definitely a bit of a change from what I was doing before, but, you know, it's fine. I'll get used to it. It's a long weekend this weekend, which I'm very happy about. So it'll all be fine. But I hope you guys had a great week. And... I want to talk today about something that I saw. I feel like I saw it somewhere, but I can't remember where. Must I must have seen it on social media. Oh, no, I didn't. I thought of this one. <laughs> okay, so enough of me beating around the bush. Today I want to talk about healthy relationships and why it's important to understand and not mistake a healthy relationship for a, a perfect one or vice versa. Because something that I've realized recently is that we've sort of collectively put this idea in our heads that if your relationship is not quote-unquote perfect, or it doesn't look a certain way or look like someone else's that that's a problem and that it means some something's wrong with yours but what i've actually been learning you know throughout the past couple years couple months don't know is that a healthy relationship isn't perfect at all and that's number one. And number two, that two healthy relationships 
may look very different from each other. Like, two different couples in two healthy relationships can look completely different. There is not one cookie-cutter way to love someone or date someone or be in a relationship with someone. And I know sometimes with social media and stuff, that can kind of be lost. But I had this thought the other day, and I was like thinking to myself, are we all just overcomplicating something that is basically in our blood? <laughs> like it's basically an innate ability that we have. Are, and we're just all overcomplicating it by having access to like social media and having access to everyone's lives. Like, does that make sense? Because historically or genetically or whatever, we're kind of just innately able to love and form relationships. And that doesn't mean that a lot of that ability doesn't come from learning and trial and error and maturing and stuff but at the end of the day it's a natural part of life and always has been I don't need to give you the talk <laughs> here that like innately we form relationships with each other and all that you know got to reproduce somehow <laughs> But at the end of the day, what I'm trying to say is it's a natural part of life. And so it makes me wonder if all of the breakdown of relationships, do this, don't do that, it, it should look this way and not that way, that everyone's doing is just overcomplicating everything. And I'm starting to remember why I had this whole thought the other day and it's because my grandparents' 67th wedding anniversary is this week. 67 fucking years. And my grandpa still says to this day things like, I'm so lucky to have married such an incredible woman and that they were the most perfect years of his life and all of that at like 89 years old. He remembers every anniversary and Valentine's Day and got my grandma Rose on each one, like, until he literally couldn't drive anymore and all of that stuff. And they had nobody telling them how to be in their relationship. Like, there was no rule book or guideline or comparison to everyone else's relationships. I feel like there was just an understanding that your relationship is yours and your business and yours only and nobody cared how other people lived their lives or or how other people handled conflicts or showed their love in their relationships or what someone's love language was or anything. Like nobody it I don't think anyone thought that deeply into it. Like relationships weren't so overcomplicated people weren't in their heads so much about it because they weren't being told what was what they should do and what they shouldn't do and what was healthy and what wasn't healthy so it was just solely focused on their own system and what felt right to them and what was natural so I don't know that got me thinking 
It also kind of makes me think that there has to be some sort of connection between the healthiness of relationships before technology and cell phones. I know you're like, Annie, duh, there obviously is, like, we know. But I mean, like, communication in general. Like, back in the day, everyone just talked to each other. Guys and girls just talked. There was no, like, social anxiety or people only being able to communicate with the opposite sex through text or Snapchat. Like, that phase didn't exist. So every ounce of communicating that they did while they built a relationship was face-to-face. Like, you were forced to talk to each other face-to-face. You o- you could only talk to each other when you were in the same room, basically. And I feel like that definitely played a major role in the strength of relationships just because of how important communicating is and the reason we have to stress how important it is now is because we all suck at it. <laughs> like, we all just grew up with phones and have relied on them in those like phases of our lives where you're supposed to be talking face to face with everyone and now you go on Instagram it's like communication is so important in your relationships blah 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 it's like people didn't have to stress how important that was you know 150 not even like (laughs) not 100 but you know what I mean like you didn't have to stress how important it was because everyone just was able to communicate. (laughs) Like there was no other choice. But anyway, that was a little tangent. So let's see. You may be thinking, what, Annie, what are the components of a healthy relationship that are not the basic and cookie cutter movie relationship? And let me tell you, I've done a bit of research, and I actually learned about this in a class that I took. It was an interpersonal communication class, but the answer and key here is that a healthy relationship is not categorized by the flowers or the dates or the notes or the voicemails or the gifts or any of that. Just like how your checklist that you have for your next boyfriend or girlfriend should not be is a doctor has a sister lives in whatever city drives a whatever car is six foot three or likes chinese food like no that if your checklist of boxes to check off looks like that you will never find anyone (laughs) because none of those qualities that you think are what you need and want to check a box for are going to make you love someone if you're in an actual like healthy relationship those are not the boxes that you want to be checking off and the boxes that you actually want to be checking off are Trust, patience, empathy, communication, individuality, respect, honesty, support, safety, accountability, negotiation, etc. <laughs> yeah, I've researched this. 
But those are the important things. Not what color hair someone someone has. Uh, not what color hair somebody has. Not how tall somebody is. Not what somebody's hobby is. Not where somebody lives. Those things are not going to check a box and make you happy or make your relationship good. The things that I just listed are the qualities of something really special and of not only a romantic relationship, but like the partnership and friendship and a level of mutuality and understanding that brings you together, you know? Obviously, a good amount of fun, adventure, creativity mixed in are important too, like some aligned interests. But those are the things that you weed out while you're dating people. You know what I mean? Like those qualities and things are important when you're in the phase of getting into a relationship or dating a bunch of different people to see what and who you like. But once you've actually gotten into a relationship with someone, it's those qualities like the trust, patience, empathy, communication, honesty, blah, blah, blah. It's those qualities once you're in the relationship with someone, once you've weeded out all those maybe less important things while you're dating. <laughs> it's those qualities that I listed that are going to make your relationship have longevity. Like, I've talked about the honeymoon phase before and how I don't want it to end and your husband should never stop treating you like he does in the honeymoon phase because you both need to keep putting effort and work in and making an effort for each other, blah, blah, blah. And although there is still a part of me that wants to think that and still thinks that there is some truth in it, there's also sort of a reality that those things will and do kind of fade after years and years and the things that become most important to you are the trust patience empathy and honesty like those are the things that will eventually make your relationship feel the most fulfilling and secure so no. And those things take work too. So, okay. Let me backtrack. So, no. I Do I think a date night once a week should be something that fades after a couple of years? No. No, no, no. I think something like that should be a part of the effort you put in. But I'm talking about all the super lovey-dovey honeymoon phase qualities and traits that we all think will make our relationship perfect are actually all pretty short term. Yes, will those things get you into the relationship? But when it comes to having a 67th wedding anniversary, I think it's important that we kind of realize that there are qualities of our relationships and partnerships that are much more important than the more temporary or material 
parts of a relationship that we have kind of been trained to think of as what a perfect relationship is. So yes, I still think there is a healthy balance between keeping the spark and romance alive for as long as you're together, but also recognizing that those things are kind of the extra stuff. Those things and acts of love and romance and all of that are like the cherry on top when you have all those other baseline things like the trust and the honesty and the communication and all of those important things. Once those are figured out or you're working on creating all those like qualities within your relationship, then it's those more material things that are kind of the added like things that you want to do for the other person, you know? And I was actually just talking to one of my family friend's moms the other day. She's basically like my second mom. And we were sort of talking about this topic and marriages and stuff and how different happily married couples can look so different and whatever. And I happened to say to her, like, I still want my husband saying how beautiful I look when I'm 30 years into marriage. Like, saying that as if it was some sort of the bare minimum that they still compliment me down the line and make me feel good and show affection and stuff. And she kind of responded to that, like, no, you don't want that. She she said that type of thing won't matter to you in 30 years. Like, in 30 years into marriage, you won't care about if your husband's giving you a compliment. Like, and she's very, very happily married and in a great marriage and all that. So that response is also what kind of got me thinking and interested in this because maybe we are all putting a little too much pressure on our relationships to look or be a certain way and that we give up if it's not picture perfect. And don't you worry because I'm absolutely not encouraging anybody listening to this to settle. Absolutely not what we're going to do. If you know it's not right, it's not right, you know? But because I I don't want it to sound like I'm backtracking because I know in previous episodes I've hounded on the, if he's not still doing this, this, and this for you, and there is a level of the bare minimum, and I still have very high standards, but I'm kind of thinking like long-term relationship here, and I just think it's important. I think I'm having a little bit of growth in my thinking, maybe, (laughs) and to point out this type of thing and just to make us all a little more aware of it and be a little more realistic because maybe I was brainwashed by the picture perfect like how I thought things should be but 
I don't know. At the same time, your standards are never too damn high. <laughs> and if you're like, Annie, I don't want to get fucking married or be in a fucking relationship, let alone for 67 years, that's my nightmare, then I totally understand and I support you. And I'm not saying that all of our goals should be 67 years of marriage. I'm just saying that if that's what you want, or if you're questioning your relationship or anything like that, now maybe you know a little more. Maybe the whole wanting to get married thing is outdated and traditional of me, but I don't know. I think it would be nice. Like, there's a big part of me that thinks that that would be really nice to have a nice, healthy, long marriage. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned. But let me just do a quick little recap. Still don't want anyone listening to this to settle. Still want you to hold your standards extremely high. But I want us to realize and recognize what is actually important in these relationships that we have or are in or will be in. Like, I don't want us <laughs> to have this idea that the relationship isn't going to take any work and it's just going to naturally be pi picture perfect because it does take work. My grandpa in this 67 year marriage with my grandma, he'll, he'll say it's, it was perfect and he'll say that they were the best years of his life, but he'll also be flat out and tell you that the secret to the marriage is compromise and it takes work and effort and those building blocks take work and effort but those are the most important things and so what I'll leave you with right now is maybe some questions or reflections to ask yourself if you're listening to this wondering if you're looking for the right qualities in someone or wondering if your relationship truly has the qualities it needs. And side note, I also don't think all of those qualities have to be figured out. Like if you're in a relationship right now and you're like, shit, I don't fully trust him yet or, you know, I haven't we don't always make the best compromises for each other, blah, blah, blah. Like, those things take time to work on and build. And so maybe just ask yourself to, uh, to get started. Like, do I trust my partner? Like, is my partner honest with me? Am I honest with them? Do we communicate effectively and often? Do I respect them? Do they respect me? Do I support them? Do they support me? Do they take accountability for things that they've said and done and vice versa? Do we show each other empathy? Do we still have some sort of individuality or are we completely dependent on each other? 
Do we negotiate and compromise and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those are just some little ideas. But anyway, that's kind of where my thought processing on all this is coming to an end. I just don't want to mistake that. (laughs) Like, I know, I, maybe it does sound like I'm backtracking a little, but maybe I'm just coming to a little bit of a more mature outlook on this type of thing. Because at the end of the day, I still stand by, like, what I said in previous episodes about standards and settling and everything like that. I still, at least at first, <laughs> like when I'm young and in love next time, <laughs> I do want all the special, cute, romantic treatment. I like that stuff and I think it is important. But just important also for me and you guys to realize once again that those are the extra things maybe yeah that's it those are the extra things but that those are not the things that make your relationship healthy let me let me read you the list again Accountability, negotiation, support, safety. Safety is a big one. That means like emotional safety. Like, do you feel comfortable going to your significant other about problems or about like things that you want to talk about? Or do you feel like they're going to come back at you and attack you? Like you don't feel safe to go to your partner with thoughts and feelings. That's a big one. Trust, patience, empathy, respect. Also a big one. Communication, individuality, honesty. So that's what I'm going to leave you with. Those are the building blocks of something healthy, not what someone looks like, not necessarily what someone's giving you or getting for you or driving or... (laughs) all of those things. So, I don't know. It's okay, too, if you're listening to this and you are have no interest in being in a relationship for 67 years or getting married. That's fine. But, like, at the end of the day, we're probably all eventually going to be in some sort of relationship sometime. And if you, I don't know, want it, to be healthy (laughs) this these qualities kind of go for like just friendships too any relationship that you have this doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship but these are the qualities that make any relationship with anybody healthy so maybe this just is a little bit you know cause for a little bit of reflection so That's what I'm going to leave you with today. I love you all very much. 
and I hope you have a fantastic week, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye. Love ya.